Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts, season two, episode three. Woo! <laughs> woo. That woo <laughs> in the background is my good friend Jimmy. Hey, hey. Jimmy. Hi, Cordero. How well, you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Yes. You know, you had to be a good person for me to bring you back for my second season. <laughs> oh, I'm such, so popular. I can tell <laughs> all the reviews. <laughs> yes, you're so popular. I'm so happy to have you back. Um, for those of you who do not know who Jimmy um, is, I encourage you to please go listen um, to season one, episode one and two. Um, Jimmy is kind of my political correspondent, um, po- um, political correspondent for my podcast. So anytime I want to do politics, um, Jimmy is the guy I go to. We talk politics every day. We're just regular day. citizens. Also, it's just like I'm I. I have a passion for politics. I like listening to it. And so just to say that we're just regular people who love politics and love being involved and wanting to get informed of things like that. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy knows everything (laughs) when it comes to politics. So he is the person that I go to to get my information. And we have we agree on a lot of things Mm -hmm. um, with this election. So it's very interesting to have Jimmy on now because since the first time he was on, the political race really was just getting off the ground. I don't even think we had a de- our first debate yet. No, I don't, I don't think there so. wasn't a debate yet. And at that time, we had like over twenty something candidates running, mm-hmm. and now we are down to six. Yeah. So a lot has happened since the last time Jimmy was on, and so um, we're going to do a couple of episodes, and we're going to break down a lot of information for you guys. So for you people who are really we're waiting for it to get down to this to a smaller group of people this is a great episode for you because now you're now it's a more manageable group of people Mm -hmm. to talk about than 20 damn people that we really didn't care about so now (laughs) we're at a good number of people to talk about that you guys should now be able to take this information and actually go and do your research because we do not want this election to uh, come to where the decision is going to be made for us. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to say, well, I have been following that person. That's the person I want. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we allow the process to make the decision for us instead of us doing it. So we're going to talk about a few things. So we're going to talk about those, um, first talk about those six people that are still running. A couple of need to drop out now, but <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, you know, Jimmy, just, just give us some background on the six candidates that are still in the race. Okay, so in or- the way the race is determined is essentially you need about around 1,900 delegates at, by the at time of the convention in Wisconsin, which is in June, July-ish, I think. So for Right now, as where we're standing of everything that's happened, Bernie Sanders is in the lead with 56 delegates. Mm. Joe Biden is uh, right behind him with 51 delegates. Pete Buttigieg is in third with 26. Then Elizabeth Warren is in fourth. And then Amy Klobuchar is in fifth. And Michael Bloomberg is the secret guy that Super Tuesday is coming up in like a couple days. So we're going to see if he gets any delegates because he's a whole other white horse is just about to enter this race but that is where everybody stands right now right and as of yesterday mm-hmm. um so how many how many people are that is that five actually is that five or six because, it might because be tom steyer he well, he, he just, dropped out last night he dropped out last night and I, maybe we're leaving out tulsi gabbard are she's you, still there yes tulsi gabbard's still in the race she has not dropped out yet 
Why? I, you, well, you know, what's funny because Andrew Yang was asked that question last night because he's now contributing on CNN. And he's asked, um, well, why do you think Tulsi is uh, still in the race? And he goes, well, I think she has her own agenda. And, and they mm. press him. He's like, well, what is her own agenda? And he wasn't able to answer that. Mm. I honestly thought she dropped out. Um, no, that's, she that's, is still in the race. That's interesting. Okay, so we definitely have still Tulsi Gabbard. I honestly forgot about her. No, yeah, she's uh, still there. But, she's but still that's kicking. Okay. That's okay. Well, she ain't kicking. She ain't kicking shit. But she's <laughs> she's there. Whatever. Um, yeah. But anyway, so that's how many people we have now, mm-hmm. and those delegates are very important and. You know, um, it's what really wins the race, because remember, I don't know. I talked to you about this in 2008. Hillary Clinton was the one who won the popular vote. But Barack Obama won more delegates. Okay, so this is this. It's not determined by a popular vote. It's determined by who reached the required amount of delegates. Just like in the in the general election with the um, electoral electoral college versus the popular vote type Mm -hmm. of thing. Okay, so we see that. Bernie Sanders is the top guy with a whole bunch of delegates, mm-hmm. but that um, Joe Biden is right. Joe Biden is right on his trail um, with the delegates. God bless South Carolina. That's <laughs> what know, Joe Biden's saying. God we'll, bless South Carolina. <laughs> we'll definitely talk about that in a second. So, so far there has been four elections or five, five, four, no four, because no, the, Iowa, I, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina. So okay, far. so right. Okay, so so far there's been four elections. Um, that these candidates have gotten their mm-hmm. delegates from. So let's just go back to the Iowa caucus. Okay. And um, because this it's when when people say that you know it's been going, it's 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 been a a, a, a clusterfuck because there's not been one candidate that has just been on top the whole time. It's been. You know, it's like if you blink your eyes, somebody else is on top. When you blink your eyes again, it's changing. It's like it's a forever changing race Mm -hmm. that you just have to keep up. And it all started at the Iowa caucus, Mm -hmm. which uh, didn't go over so well for um, various reasons. But um, I will say uh, Pete... uh, They don't want to give him his props because they never declared... Pete, I mean, we know Pete won, but it was never because of how the votes and all, you know, the things that happened in Iowa. Yeah, and not only that, but Pete, at the end of the day, Pete got the most delegates, but in the first round when they revealed the popular vote, which they never did before. This was the first time that they ever did that. Mm-hmm. That was something that Bernie Sanders asked to happen. So in the first round, which or the fi- or even the final round of popular Let's voting. Let's do this. Let's break down what a caucus is. Okay, so uh, essentially a caucus is at a certain point, you go to a huge place like an arena or gym. So how it happened in Iowa, and I think in Nevada too, is that you go and you get in a group, you stand in different areas, and each area is marked off for a different candidate. Mm-hmm. So in that's the first round. Then the second round comes, you need to have 15% or above in order to get to the second round. Mm-hmm. If you get to the second round and your candidate is not there, you have the choice of either choosing another candidate or you have the choice of just going home. Okay. Sounds very elementary high school. No, it's stupid. It's a, a person stupid of the United process. States race, but okay. It's a very stupid process. So what happened in Iowa were a couple of things. One, they were using an app that was never tested before, 
And what ha- and so naturally, that sounds, when you that sounds bad when already. You not only do you not use an app that's not tested before, and all these people who were volunteering for the caucus all downloaded the app the day of the caucus and just used this app for the first time. It completely and utterly crashes. Who, so who approved that? Like who? I, I, like, who well, does it was, that? well, that was the head of the Iowa Democratic Party who resigned was forced to resign because of the failure of the um, of the Iowa Democratic Party to control the caucus. So basically, the app malfunctioned or it was overloaded with people trying to vote or do things at the same yes. time. And then the second way to do that, if that was happening, they were calling in. But what was happening is that Republicans were calling in to just tra- flood the lines. Uh, and really? Now, yeah. Uh-huh. Republicans were calling in to trash the lines and just hold the lines up so they couldn't get the votes in correctly. And then to top it all off, you know, a lot of these, I'm going to be called an ageist, but a lot of these people who were running the caucus were old and they weren't doing their math correctly and didn't, weren't explaining. Well, I shouldn't, shouldn't, put the age and thing of difference the math wasn't explained du- directly to the people who were running the caucus the mm-hmm. individual caucuses and they were old and they didn't understand i'll yeah. say it well it would be something like like let's say bernie sanders was not viable there would be more there would be more people total in the second round than there was in the first round and that's impossible that's a, right because once the the caucus starts the doors are closed no one can enter oh so there was a lot of there was just so a lot somehow, of confusing so things. somehow in the second round people were getting more numbers that doesn't make there sense because it's not even that many people in general at the caucus when there shouldn't be more total at, at the, the second round it should be yeah. more the first round and it should dwindle it should dwindle it should not increase in the second round which makes sense because like you said either they're going to support a different candidate or they're just going to leave yeah exactly so it either needs to stay consistent in mm-hmm. numbers or it goes down and and somehow starting in the second round yeah somehow more people became it, yeah. it, somehow more people showed up so what happened though so how pete still got to win was because pete in iowa had more broad support throughout all the counties in iowa bernie had had a lot more people but they were all these people that were showing up in specific counties and people weren't showing up for bernie in a lot of other rural counties in iowa so that's how how someone like bernie can in a caucus really the popular vote in a caucus setting which is why it's so democratic you can just tell all your people go 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 to one caucus in a very populated area but you could still lose because the other candidates can be going and getting a lot of right, other people in rural counties ones. so that's why when i hear a popular vote i mean it should, i think it should be decided that's why i think we should get rid of caucuses and just have primaries but that's why it, it, pete was delegitimized and and then there were all these conspiracy theories floating around that because Pete, like I guess, Pete was the comp, the tech company Pete used to help right. get data. But I mean, it's like I, I always think it's like why my would- issue, my <laughs> Never issue, mind. It's my a conspiracy theory anyway. Th- that's okay. My issue with this whole thing is that I feel as though for the president of of the United States, I do think that it should be handled a little more. I feel like caucuses, like I said earlier, are so high school. It's so stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's very stupid. And honestly, it seems as though that caucuses isn't so um, 
if, if, if I feel like if caucuses were more were so important that everyone would do them, but they don't do they don't do it like they didn't do it in South Carolina. No, they only do it did in Iowa and Nevada. It's some sort of well, I don't even know if it's just Iowa and Nevada. I need to look that up. If well, I mean, states. so far, so far, so yeah. far, it's only been two caucuses, and mm-hmm. everything else has been an actual voting booth. Uh-huh. And so I feel as though that you know these delegates are not disperse fairly because the votings are not done the same. Not only that, but in caucuses, it's you never have a high turnout of the state fully in caucuses, right? Because everybody needs to be here. You have at to be there for a whole time. day. Now they now Iowa did this whole satellite caucusing, but that also was just a failure because of this app. So, so I think, and I think that that's why people are not counting. I think going forward, they need to get rid of the caucuses. But I, I mean. And if we have to get technical, Pete won Iowa. You know, he won. He I won mean, Iowa. He yeah, won he Iowa. He did win Iowa. So let's go to the New, New Hampshire, Hampshire primary, so which New- we knew we knew Bernie Sanders was going to win New Hampshire. Well, we knew Bernie was going to win, but what at the time what was so shocking about it was that um, Bernie, the last time in 2016, Bernie completely wiped this state. Yes. Like Hillary was nothing in New Hampshire. So that's what that was actually when people were starting to really realize, wow, Bernie Sanders could actually be a real thing in 2016. So we knew that was going to happen. This time around, Bernie won, but he won by the thinnest, he won by less than 2%. This is true. So and who was in second was Pete. Now, yes. and in third was Amy. Now, why did that not happen? Because Amy had a good performance at the New Hampshire debate. Well, I, I she had a good performance, but I really think that we have to take in consideration that when Bernie won against Hillary, it was just two people running. Yeah, it wasn't six people. Yeah, running. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were more, and there were more because Tom Steyer was also still in that whole. Exactly. But he, he so there were like seven. There was Andrew like, Yang too, and Andrew Yang. So there were like eight, it, was like, it, were eight, it were like it was like eight people. Yeah. at the New Hampshire primary because mm-hmm. Andrew so dropped th- out after New Hampshire. So I think that it's important to also you know understand that at the New Hampshire primary, um, he. Um, in 2008, there were only two candidates, so it's easier to to decide whether you're for Hillary or for Bernie. Mm-hmm. I think this round, because you know Bernie Sanders is a Democratic socialist, mm-hmm. and then we have and such a force with and, his base, right? And then we have all these other moderates mm-hmm. running. I think you know that could be a reason why he did not win by so much because there are so many moderate candidates that are running no, um, that split the vote. That's exactly how I think he won in in New Hampshire. Yes. That's exactly why, because there were so many candidates splitting the vote. And it really, the reason I bring up Amy Klobuchar, because no one, because Amy Klobuchar did terrible in Iowa. She didn't do, well, she did, she did meh. She was like meh in Iowa, but it wasn't, but she... The reason I brought up the debate was also because that she I think people thought that Elizabeth Warren was going to do better in New Hampshire as mm-hmm. well. And she I need, didn't. let me look in this. Let me look because I have the election center up. OK, no. Yeah, so Elizabeth Warren got fourth. I thought if Biden beat her in New Hampshire as well. No, Biden like, didn't beat her. Biden, no, no. Biden, Biden was in, in fifth. Yeah. In, Biden, in Biden was, has been doing wasn't doing good at all at the beginning. No. Yeah. Um. So that was the New Hampshire mm-hmm. um, primary. Again, it was a really close race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, um, you know, fair is fair. Um, Bernie won. So by so by that time, Pete had won. 
win, but Pete, they had the same amount of delegates. Yeah, at that exactly. Point. Because of how the delegates are prescribed, because Bernie Sanders didn't win by a large enough margin, he and Pete both walked away with the same, same amount, amount of delegates. delegates. So going yep. into New Hampshire, Pete was like, I think one or two delegates ahead of him. Right. Still. So that's what that was in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Nevada, which was another caucus, which we've already explained to you guys how caucuses work. So we're just going to go into that. And Bernie won that Nevada caucus as well. Pretty big. Yeah, he won 46.8%. And next was Biden at 20. That was a lot. So that was a lot. lot. Well, it was Bernie has a strong, had a strong showing with the Latino vote. Mm-hmm. In Nevada, so that's yeah. what really I have. I, it's weird looking where at did, this. Where did Pete um, place? Pete Nevada? was third. But what's odd about this is that Pete more counties were dis, were went for Pete than Biden. So I don't know how Biden was able to still get second place, hmm. even though there were counties in this that Pete won. Like there's there's I don't see Joe Biden really winning. I bet if you county. look, I bet if you look, it's at probably race, some sort of math thing too. I bet though. if you look at race, he probably Biden still probably got a better showing than showing of like African Americans than yeah, Pete. Pete. Yeah, so I'm I'm getting because that's like I mean here I'll show you the map like see the I green. Don't care. Oh okay, I was just gonna show you, uh, but what's interesting about it is <laughs> I don't because I don't want to look at that because I don't get it. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, but yeah, my my <laughs> my point is is that there's no areas you would think if Joe Biden got second he would have areas highlighted in counties that he won but he didn't win any counties so hmm. i don't okay it must be some sort of math thing but hey okay so that was nevada mm-hmm. and so after nevada we go to south carolina now <laughs> south carolina was extremely important because you guys up until this point it's, it's been very prevalent that these races have been done in areas where there's not a large showing of african-americans like iowa there's no high percentage of african-americans there new hampshire nevada and so south carolina had the biggest amounts of african-americans they were going to vote which is very important 60 percent of the electorate in south carolina is of the democratic electorate is black bam 60 percent, mm-hmm. which is extremely high so south carolina was important for everyone because this is the moment that we were kind of waiting for to see how these candidates were going to turn out with the african-americans and since the whole race began everyone was basically saying that joe biden was going to you know he you know, overall, the overall polling shows Joe Biden has a, a high percentage of support from African-American community. But Joe Biden has been not doing so well. And so we were everyone was waiting for this moment because we were trying to see, you know, how the African-Americans are going to vote. And are they going to stick to Joe Biden or are they going to go to someone else? So South Carolina was extremely important for many reasons. And what happened in South Carolina? So in South Carolina, and not only that, just to put a little moot on that point, going into South Carolina, the days going in, it looked like Bernie Sanders was really going to catch up to him. Mm -hmm. So it looked like, and this is why I have such a, uh, I'll not go into this, but 
don't don't let polls tell you who's winning and who's not winning. You know, it's 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 it, the science and psychology behind polls is very flawed. That's just that's I my, don't get polls, that's but me. that's a whole other conversation. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's a whole I, other conversation. I ain't been called or asked shit. I don't mean so I don't, I'm like, who are y'all talking to? I like, know exactly. I, like, I really don't know to? who are you calling. Like, mm-hmm. you know, black people don't support this person in in Chicago. Who are black people? Who have you called? Because <laughs> I didn't get no type of no. I had no missed calls. No, yeah, but anyway, so everybody thought this was gonna happen and then joe biden came in and crushed it just to see this joe biden was in first with 48.4 and this was yesterday you this guys was yesterday just so you know 48.4 percent next was well, bernie sanders no, let me correct that because when you guys hear this it will be yesterday we're recording but this we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're recording today on march 1st so this South happened Carolina happened last night on february 29th yeah so the so Biden was in first with 48.4%. Next was Sanders, 19.9%. So essentially 48% and then 20%. That is huge. That's huge. That, that's, that's, huge. that's huge. And you said you knew this was going to happen. I was... I, I knew I felt that Joe Biden was going to win South Carolina. I did not think he would absolutely crush it like that. I knew Joe Biden was going to win because he has a strong connection with South Carolina. Um, for those of you who don't remember, um, there the the white supremacists who went into the church and killed those nine people at the Baptist church that happened um, in Charleston, right? Yeah, that was Charleston. That was in Charleston. Yeah. And um, Joe Biden went there right after it happened, which in that same time, that was right after like a two weeks after Joe Biden's son just oh. died um, from brain cancer. Um, and so he went there, he talked to the people, the, those same people, were strong supporters of um, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Biden was his VP. So it just made sense in my mind that Joe Biden would do extremely well in South Carolina. It, for me, it was just, I did not think, I would, I, I mean, again, I'll not show you the map because you don't like, you don't. I don't care. Yeah, I know you don't care. But it's just when you look at the county maps, you would not have thought that that it would all, 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 every single county would go for Joe Biden, essentially. Now, Bernie Sanders was in second, and he still met the qualifications. He walked away with a, a couple delegates from now, South who was, Carolina. Now, who was third? Third was our lovely friend Tom Steyer. I who just don't understand. Got third and dropped. Well, I was, he got third because he did that. He was dancing to Juvenile, back that ass up on, and that video went around on Instagram. Y'all, y'all black people need to stop being Instagram, trying to make people Instagram famous. Him dancing to Juvenile, back that ass up has nothing to do with you supporting this man to be president of the United States. Y'all need to stop being so click happy on social media because Tom Steyer is not a bad person. I'm not going to say he's a bad person. He has no po- political experience. He's just a rich billionaire white man and you guys are extremely supportive of him because he was dancing to Juvenile back that ass up. Not and on- he was off beat. Yeah. <laughs> see if he was like on beat that would have been very impressive but i'm sorry like it's, the video is going viral it's all on instagram i i i please go look at it it's on instagram twitter is it please go look at that video it was him his wife no not his I wife can't watch it, it I was can't watch it was it was white people dancing it was white people <laughs> dancing to back that ass up uh, it was quite entertaining but i don't understand why that got votes i you know for me well you know well we talked about it in a way it was also you saw on social media a lot of what people were saying was that he was the only person i I think actually you said this to me that he was the only one who was fully for 
reparations. He's the only. I will say at the debates, he's the only person who was who said that we do not need to do like a, 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 research, a research for reparations. For reparations. Yeah. Our life right now is proof that reparations are needed. I think yes, that was. But I don't think that that was enough to get him third place. Not only that, but what countered that is you. How many just, delegates he get from that? He got. No, he got none because he didn't. Um, you have to reach fifteen percent. His he was eleven point three percent. So nobody besides Joe Biden got delegates. No, Joe Biden and Bernie got twenty percent. So Bernie got okay. So Bernie and Joe Biden were the only two people who got delegates from South Carolina. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So and uh, for me with Tom Steyer, my problem with him is, and you know, I saw this on this morning, Saturday, March first of MSNBC where a woman brought up the fact that he it, it, it this him dropping out I know he didn't get any delegates so it makes sense why he dropped out even though he came in third but for him to just drop out after talking about this all much putting so much in South Carolina and inspiring a glue a, a marginalized group of people to come out and vote for you in a big way that because a lot of people did vote for him and then you're just gonna turn it around and say nope i'm done did he do a speech or anything he he did like some sort of little thing which was very much like i'm proud of the diversity and da 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 da, da. but it's like dude you just told you just turn around and just gave a big middle finger who all just wasted their time just to vote for you i mean i i think he Again, I I didn't know until now until you just told me that that third place doesn't get any delegates because of the, it was because of the high percentage that he the low percentage even though he he only got third because and because of the low percentage he got because Joe Biden just took all the delegates yeah um so well Bernie got eleven Bernie got eleven but Joe Biden got, got thirty six he got thirty six <laughs> delegates and so I think because of the percentage he wasn't able to reach I'm like. Yeah, that's. I mean, I understood why he dropped no, out. I understand. Um, I do, but I can. I I can see why it can leave a bad taste in some. It shouldn't mouth. leave a bad taste in your mouth because if you supported him and you see he didn't do well, you should still be able to be happy that he walked away. Stop supporting people because they dance to back that ass up, or just because they're shoving money and able to run television ads in your state. He was paying people to support him, you, like he was having events and telling people to come to these events, and you get like this free prize and all this other there's shit. There's another. Bill so he was <laughs> he was he's not paying people to support him well we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll about, talk that. about that yeah but anyways tom sire said bye-bye after south carolina mm-hmm. so jimmy where do we stand right now okay so where we stand right now is exactly what i said right now we have um i'll get the full results we have bernie sanders at 56 delegates biden 51 booty judge 26 warren 8 klobuchar 7 um and Bloomberg and Gabbard at zero. So how many, and, and you need how many delegates total? 1,991 delegates. And the next thing that we have coming up, you guys, is going to be Super Tuesday. Dun, dun, dun. Um, now, Jimmy, what is Super Tuesday? Super Tuesday is this massive day where a huge amount of states vote. So not only that, but this year, let me see if I can get this up because here we go march 3rd so do you want me to list out all the states that are voting on how march many 3rd? is it there's quite a few mm-hmm. okay so there's a ton of states and uh, the big ones that are are coming up are california and texas yes the biggest states who have the biggest amount of delegates right so right now and bernie sanders is looking really good 
in those in states, California, in, in and California Texas. and Texas, with polling wise, again, mostly because of the uh, Latino, Latino community. Latin, yeah, yeah. The, there's a heavy Latino community in California and in yes, Texas. So yes, yes. The, the, and how many delegates are in California and Texas? California. Let me get to that. Cal- Four hundred and fifteen in California, Ooh. and then in Texas. Well, then that's why people are That's why people aren't dropping out. Like I was just having a conversation with yeah, you yeah. about because you guys, me and me and me and um, Jimmy support Pete, uh, Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and we really like him. We really want him to win. And Jimmy is just like, <laughs> Jimmy I've has very... no hope whatsoever well, for Pete no more. He's actually <sighs> wore Am his... I wrong to have doubts at the very least, he I'll say? wore Pete's hat today, said, I'm wearing this to, what'd you say? To just have some hope or you, something. No, you say that. You said, you said, basically, he was referenced it like it's a funeral. In a way. And it's like, <laughs> come on, like, you still, there are still 400 and some delegates in I, California. I understand that, but I still have He's just... only 20 delegates behind. No. He can, he can really catch up. No, he can catch up. I'm not saying he can't catch up. It's just from the showing in Nevada and South Carolina, I, I will say, I walked back saying, because la- the night of, of the South Carolina, I, we we talked on the phone, and yes. I said that, and I had said, I think he should drop out now. Yes, you and, did. And he should go, and if if he really wants... I if almost he, hung up on you. You did, you did. You were not happy. Because <laughs> I had thought if he really wants... It, because he's been, the shit that he's been talking the most is about Bernie Sanders. So I thought if you really want to beat Bernie Sanders, you would drop out and endorse Joe Biden... In order, and I don't. We'll get to Bernie Sanders in the next episode, anyway, yeah. Because we're going to go in specific into that. But then you, but then you pointed out exactly that, and not only that, but Bernie, Bernie. I mean, Pete has more support, yes, than even Amy Klobuchar and, unfortunately, Elizabeth Warren. Not so we can, but so, so we can, well. we can come to an understanding right now that you said Amy has like two delegates. I think Amy has like. Yeah. I think he has like you say like two or four or something she like that. She has seven, and she then has seven, Warren has eight, and Warren has and then eight, Bur- and then Buttigieg is next with twenty six. But I guess I think it's pretty fair to say that Amy and Warren need to get the hell out the race. They need to drop out. Well, if they don't, well, and if they're not, they're going to be. They have a very good chance of being really embarrassed because Massachusetts, where Elizabeth is from, and Minnesota, where. Amy is from are voting on Super Tuesday. Oh, they are. So if I don't think my mama know that. No, yeah, they they are. They're voting. They're voting on that day. I need and to tell my mama to make sure she vote Tuesday. Where does she? Where does she? I didn't know you. My mother lives in Minnesota. Oh, okay. So yeah. So yeah, but and if they, it's kind of a real like tail between your legs moment if you can't win your own state. Yeah, that's embarrassing. So, like, I, I and there is a, I know, and <laughs> there's a very good chance that they're not going to win in their own state. Okay. So, so Super Tuesday, there are a whole bunch of states voting, and mm-hmm. by the end of Super Tuesday, we should have. Do you think, from your in your perspective, in your opinion, do you think by the end of Super Tuesday we will know the top candidate or like the top two, or do you think it will be a clear person by the end of super tuesday see for me it all because i just i i can't make a prediction because i need to just see what happens from what i'll just say the polling data from what the polling data shows it's going to be a very good night for bernie sanders no matter what that's what's just going to happen he has the most broad support in those states and but what do you think I think that Bernie is going to come out on top. I think Bernie will come out with at least the most delegates. So, but do you think that there's going to be 
someone close up on him or do you think he's going to just sweep it out and then we'll know we're just after super tuesday we'll know clearly that bernie sanders is going to be the the candidate for president for the democratic party i don't know because i need to see what i need to see if joe biden gets this big boost because the thing is is that what I've read about Joe Biden is that he has put he put everything into South Carolina and it's paid off. But he has had zero presence in any of these Super Tuesday states. They have representatives saying like we have he has no organization here and we have no idea where he is. Mm. So this is a great moment for Joe. I wonder Biden. why he did that. Why he well, put so much effort in one state and not the rest of them? Because if he didn't win South Carolina, he would have been done. He would. He, he I get really that, but I get that, but well, he does. He didn't ask for my help, so I'm not giving him my <laughs> <Stop> advice. <laughs> Joe Biden, call me. Wah, wah. You definitely could have split your resources. No, yeah. The thing, it's the only thing for sure. Thing I feel like I can say is, is that I can't say that if Bernie is going to be, he's the winner. I don't know that. All I know, I feel like I know for a fact is that Bernie is probably is in the best to look to walk away with the most delegates. Okay. I think that we'll see if but the two things we need to watch for is, is Biden going to have a, is Biden going to now be a very dominant force in these states? Oh, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good thing. Yes. What do we need to watch for? We need to watch for if Joe Biden is now going to have a very dominant presence in this state. Okay. Because, and see if a lot more people are going to donate for him. Because one of the problems that the moderates have had is that, is the minority vote. Is that not a lot of moderates have been able to get people of color. And for Joe Biden to have this big turnout in South Carolina, I can totally see a lot of white establishment Democrats being like, go to him, go to him, go to him, go to him. Well, I mean, I have my theory on, I told you my theory, you know, about Joe Biden. I truly think Joe Biden is still riding the wave of Barack Obama. No, that's the only, no, I, I agree with I you. I think that's, he's, that's he's riding campaign. the wave. And, you know, it's not really his fault. I mean, no. it's it's our fault, you know, that we, that, you know, that's what, every every interview I've read or heard people say, the thing that come out their mouth is that, you know, he's he's attached to Barack Obama. It's like, people miss Barack Obama so, so much, much that's, that because yeah. Joe Biden is the closest thing they can get to him, a lot of people are still latched to Joe Biden. And let's not forget, up until this point, I mean, you know what, Joe, good for you. This is a big moment for him, and I, she, he should be happy. But he's been a really bad candidate. I mean, he really has not done well. He's never really done well at a debate. Um, I don't think he's been a bad candidate. I, I think, don't know. I, I think mean, he's just been playing it safe. I think. Yeah. I think he's been playing it safe. The but- first time you ever saw him come out, sorry to interrupt you, but the first time he ever you ever saw his passion come out was South Carolina, the debate stage on South Carolina. That was the first time we're like, so where has this person been in I Iowa, think, New I, Hampshire, I, or Nevada? I think he didn't care about those places because he knew that. I, he knew he knew this was going to happen. Yeah, he did. He knew South Carolina was going to be his way to get back in the race because I think Joe Biden just does not care about. I, I think he 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 cares. He he says it so many times in his um de, uh, in the debates and in his um what they call them his conferences his um, town halls town halls. He says a lot about the black vote, the black vote, the black vote. He talks about it a lot. So he knew the black vote didn't matter in Nevada and Iowa, New Hampshire, because that's not where the population of African-Americans come from. But I think what he needs to understand is just as much as how other people are ignoring the minority vote. He needs to stop ignoring 
the middle class white people vote. And well, he thinks he's probably already got that. I don't think he does. I think he is truly bank. Just like I think Bernie Sanders is banking on the millennials and the younger generation and the Latinos. I feel like that's his target. I think Joe is focusing on just African Americans mm-hmm. because we do know um, nobody has been able to win the presidential nominee without the black su- the black um, support. Yes, Sonny Hostin. Yes, Sonny Hostin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's and, the no, truth. It's the like, tr- you I'm have to have funny. the black. I, you know, I'm you, being funny, but I know. it's serious. You have to have the black um, the black vote, but you also can't alienate people who aren't African American. Mm. And I think Joe Biden is missing an opportunity by just focusing mm-hmm. on places where he know the black vote is the most important. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, yes, you need the black vote, but you also need the white vote. Yeah. You also need the Latino vote. Mm-hmm. You need the, you need everyone. And that's the interesting thing is that because would... you're a moderate, you have, you have a harder. Yeah. It's a little, as a moderate, it's a little harder because you have to, um, you have to try to appeal to you're trying to appeal to Republicans, the the undecided Republicans. You're trying to appeal to the independents. Mm-hmm. You're trying to appeal to the moderate. And then you're trying to you're trying to convince way more people to believe in you than a far left person, a Bernie, because they don't care about reaching mm-hmm. in, um, independents mm-hmm. and Republicans because they're really focused on being these radicals. And so I think that he just He's missed his opportunity by putting so mm-hmm. much in South Carolina and ignoring all yeah. these other states. It's essentially if you're a moderate, your school of thought is I want to get the most people who the most different type of people. If you're a if you're a radical on either side of the aisle, it's like I want my group of people to turn out in droves. Exactly. And it's a school of thought of what do you think is better. I'm with Pete because I personally believe that the moderate way, that the, the I school of thought of drawing more people together who may not think exactly the same, that's me personally because I just think that that makes well, a better America. that's talking more about Bernie Sanders. So we'll and save that for we're, another We're going to save that. Um, but I do want to... Um, close this episode out with talking about um just some some thoughts about Mike Bloomberg and Tom Steyer. Mm. Um a lot of people were having issues when Mike Bloomberg joined the race at the last minute. I'm pretty sure you all know who Mike Bloomberg is. I know you see his ad every it's goddamn everywhere. five minutes <laughs> on whatever you're watching. Um I can't watch a video on YouTube right without now seeing a Mike without Bloomberg seeing a Mike ad. Bloomberg ad every Golly. five minutes. I'm like, God man. But also Mike Bloomberg was a mayor, I think he did two terms. Two terms in New York in City. New York City. I don't know if he was a Democrat for both of them. I need to look that up because he switched um, he's he was a democrat for both of them he, switched, he was he was okay. a republican before he became okay there. he so he came in in the race at the last minute and he's not asking people for donations he's using all his money i think he's put like 200 or 300 million dollars into ads so yeah. far like who the hell spends that much money on some television ads well if you're gonna skip a lot of states I mean, and also so he has skipped everything 
he has not been a part of the Iowa caucus, New Hampshire, nothing. So Mike Bloomberg is not going to be on the ticket until Super Tuesday. Um, and he only he's only done two debates when we've had like what thirteen debates. We've had I know I can't even. Tell we've you had how like many a, we've had at least twelve thirteen debates. Yeah. And Mike Bloomberg has only done the most recent two. And he's done terrible at well, he did terrible at the first <laughs> it, one and marginally better was, at the second one. He was one. horrible that they they chewed him and spit him out on their Elizabeth first Warren one. said, "I'ma get you." She chewed him and spit him <laughs> I out. Got you. And Tom Steyer is another billionaire who's in this race. I personally have not seen a lot of his commercials, but he is spending his own money. So the question happens. Um, the question that I want to pose to you, Jimmy, do you think that it's fair that the DNC allowed these two men to join the race and change things? Like the DNC changed the rules to mm-hmm. allow Mike Bloomberg to be to be there. Yeah. But they did not do that for Julian Castro. Yeah. Um, um, Cory Booker or Kamala Harris or Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Andrew Yang, at least, because he was the most recent person there. Yeah. They didn't do any of those changes, but they allowed Mike Bloomberg yeah. to come out of nowhere yeah. and just put up all this money. Yeah. And at least with Tom Steyer, he actually participated in the in the four uh, primaries and caucuses before yes, Super Tuesday. Yes, he has. You know, and so to answer your question... No. (laughs) I want to say that into the mic really clearly. No, I think it is... Can I cuss? I think it's fucking bullshit. Oh, okay. No, it just... You know, Mm. it bothers me I didn't know you were going to do that. Oh, no, I know. And I'm sorry if I can't cuss on your show. I've cursed. I know, I I know, but... I just didn't think you were going to do that. It bothers me that any person who enters the race... I, I, I can't even... Was it like August or September or November? Like, it was so late into the year... When you have had candidates who have worked their butts mm-hmm. off to get the money to be able to stay viable in this race, and then you come in, and I'm going to focus more on Mike Bloomberg because I, I, I agree that yes, Tom Steyer, we, can, we can leave Tom Steyer alone. Uh, yeah, because Tom Steyer, you know, he, I agree that he has the same privilege, but I think at least he, at least he participated enough where he doesn't do this. Yes, Mike Bloomberg is cheating in my that that's my opinion. I think he is cheating his way into this election. He has to not participate, first of all, to just not participate in four states and to sort of brush off the fact that I don't need to get your opinion. I think that if I was, if I lived in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, or South Carolina, I would be so against Mike Bloomberg. And not only that, it's a very weird thing with his money because in a weird sense, his money is technically quote-unquote the most pure because it just comes from him so in a way it works at the same time the only reason you are even able to be paying attention is because of your money and the money that you throw in and you know there's a debate passionate about this because i don't like the fact that someone can buy their way into an election okay so the dnc is letting that happen so so question is is he truly buying his way into the election when he's using his own money and all the other candidates are using our money. I think so because 
he's using his money to spread propaganda about himself without telling the full story. I'll be honest with you. This, um, this all candidates don't tell their their full story. Well, no, yeah, but especially with hmm, that's a very good point. Everybody, it just feels it, like it, with it, Mike Bloomberg, there because it, he entered so late, he didn't get the extreme the vetting that everybody else did until this point. And then when it happened, it felt like it was such a torrential downpour. What of vetting? Stuff. What vetting else did we need to know? Like, I think we're. I think we have to put some responsibility on people. I, you know, what, he you're was right, the though. mayor yeah. for. He was the you're mayor right. for two terms. He's not like the, just this random person. Yeah. Um. And well, that's what a lot of people say that and he's I, not I just this that. random person. So it's you know like everybody's talking about you know his stop and frisk thing and all his other things he said his um NDAs he has with these women and mm-hmm. things like that. None of this is new. Mike Bloomberg didn't just come out of nowhere and decide he wants to run in politics. He's not new to politics. If it wasn't, we have to say this, if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for Mike Bloomberg's support in the 2016, um, um, whatchamacallit, we would not have had a lot of people, we would not have been able to flip the house. Oh, you mean 2018? The 2018 midterm elections. We would not have been able to flip the house with um, Mike Bloomberg put a lot of money into helping us flip the house to get those democratic seats back. Just to sort of be the progressive person. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not, but just to counter that, a lot of people would say that, but he put money towards centrist establishment Democrats who don't do anything for this. But at the same time, isn't it better that we had a Democrat, a, a, de- a blue house without having... Yes. Yeah. You know? I think I think what we need... I think the DNC was wrong. Yes. I think the DNC needs to allow... They need to set the um, they need to set the rules and leave them there. And it's don't just it, it's them. just like you know when we apply for college, there are deadlines when we apply for college or or apply for you know certain jobs or certain grants. They give you a deadline that you have to meet. They don't then say you know okay, well, you can get a six-month extension because that's basically what they gave this man. Uh, you know, like for Kamala Harris, for instance, announced a year ago. And then, she's like one of the first you know, announce. she's the first person to announce. And then all of a sudden you come in almost a year later and you're able to change things up. I, I think, think he came in and then she dropped out. She, yeah. yeah. And she <laughs> dropped out because she had, didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why these billionaires feel like they need to be president. They can just use their money to support other people that are running. Yeah. So, well, that's how we feel about Mike Bloomberg, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys. Thanks, thanks, you guys, for listening. And we gave you guys a lot of information. Our next episode is going to be about um, the same thing. We're just going to go in deeper into the pro- um, progressive right and moderates, and you know how we need to start coming together, and so we can just focus on the big picture of getting this asshole out of office Amen. so thanks for coming back jimmy thank you, you so gonna stick around yes i'd love to stick around okay. for another one <laughs> thanks you guys talk to you soon to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram i'm um, it's cordero underscore santiago follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics. 
any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrow dares you at gmail.com. Send me an email. 